I want to talk about the topic of this dangerous myth, the dangerous myth of needing discipline and willpower in order to lose weight. I briefly scratched the surface of that in yesterday's episode of Rest-Based Weight Loss and toward the end of that particular episode. And I want to dig a little bit deeper into that because I think that that is uh, just a really powerful topic. And, And so I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the, there we go. I want to spend a little time talking about the myth, the myth of requiring willpower and discipline in order to lose weight. But before I get started on that, in case this is your first time listening, I'm Lene Urban, nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I'm all about rest-based weight loss. Rest-based weight loss is an approach to weight loss that's very gentle, it's very natural, it's very effortless, and it's all about bringing your stress down and your metabolism into balance. The reason that we have weight issues in the first place is because our stress hormones go out of whack and then our metabolisms become imbalanced. So when we bring those things back to balance, then the weight just kind of naturally happens. The weight falls off. The problem is that we don't know where the stress is coming from a lot of times. A lot of people associate stress with the feelings of panic or anxiety. But when it comes to weight loss, stress can happen uh, as a result of a lot of different things, a lot of different areas of our lifestyles that as a current society and culture, we are constantly exposing ourselves to every single day. Uh, As a culture in America, we are living under a a consistent state of stress just because of the, the age that we're in. So that stress is also, it has nothing to do with what what we're eating or whether or not we're exercising. So if you want to, if you want to know which areas, the four major areas of, of your lifestyle that could be contributing to your weight issues, then visit operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. It's linked in the description of this episode. Okay. All right. So let's talk about willpower. Let's talk about willpower. Let's talk about discipline and why those things actually are not required. <laughs> willpower and, discipl- and discipline are, are not required to lose weight. And it is, it's a very dangerous myth that a lot of people, uh, that a lot of people stop themselves from getting far enough into their weight loss journey because they lack discipline or because they lack willpower. That is a a myth that I just recently, I would say over the past few weeks, that I have come to explore just personally for myself and dig into and finally like release and free myself from the the belief uh, that uh, this obligation that I have to feel like it that I have to that I have to feel motivated and inspired uh, in order to to exercise, or I have to feel motivated to to plan my meals. I have to feel motivated to eat healthy um, and to eat the foods that I know that I'm supposed to be eating in order to you know in order to to get down to the the goal weight that I have or, or whatever it is. And I'm saying what I I just I just experienced freedom from this. So this is, you know, this is brand new, fresh off the presses and recently being released from this, this belief and uh, this myth that I have to have willpower and uh, discipline in order to 
to lose weight and to keep it off. Now that I have experienced the release from that, then what I'm seeing all around in a way that I've never seen before is now I'm starting to see how so many people are suffering from being able to move forward in their body transformation or their goal weight because they lack discipline and they lack willpower. There is, I don't know where this came from. I don't know where this connection between uh, 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 following your weight loss strategy and being disciplined and having the willpower to do it. I don't know where that connection came from. Uh, I'm not sure where it came from in general uh, for other people. I know for me, I mentioned before that uh, this came from, this was like the second or third rest-based weight loss episode that I posted on my podcast I, I revealed that for me, it came from the idea that I have to feel passionately about something in order for me to, to actually do it. So if I'm doing anything, whether that's work or relationships, friendships, whatever it is, if I am, uh, you know, committing to something that I don't feel, uh, passionate about or deeply connected to, emotionally connected to, then I'm not going to do it. Then I feel like a fake. I feel like a phony. So I would much rather, instead of feeling like a fake or phony and faking my way through it, I would much rather just wait until I, I feel passionate enough and I feel the motivation, you know, to be able to commit to that thing. Now on the surface, that sounds pretty reasonable, but then when it comes to like exercise, for example, I could not get myself to consistently exercise for like, you know, the past year or so, like the past, <coughs> excuse me, like the past year, year and a half, it has been a struggle for me to like consistently stick to an exercise regimen. Why? Because especially when I started building my business while I was working full time and taking care of my three girls and taking care of my home and all of those things, there was never a day that I felt that I had enough energy or I've had the motivation and the desire and the willpower to exercise. And so because I didn't feel, you know, the the motivation to exercise for the past year and a half, I've been inconsistent with my exercise. I've been completely complacent with where I'm at right now, just chilling in maintenance mode, you know, and saying, well, you know, I'm, my eating is on point, my movement is on point, my exercise, meh, like when I feel like it, when I get around to it. So that was just within the past three weeks. And this is as a direct result of, uh, of me coaching a weight loss challenge and committing to the challenge with the ladies that I'm coaching it has only been because of this challenge that I have been exercising consistently, you know, three times a week for about the past six weeks. And, uh, and just three weeks ago, when I got to three or four weeks ago, when I woke up one day on a day that I was supposed to exercise and I said, I don't feel like doing this, that it like dawned on me. I don't have to feel like it. I just have to get up and do it. And so the box for me, the box that I placed myself in was if I don't feel emotionally connected to it, if I don't have the motivation to do it, I don't wanna feel like a fake and a phony, so I won't do it. I applied that same principle to exercise, and that's what le- that's directly what's led to my inconsistency over the past year and a half. I've been waiting for the motivation to, to exercise consistently. 
and not realizing, not putting two and two together that that motivation was never going to happen because of everything that I had going on in my life. So when, once I finally freed myself from this belief that I had to feel motivated to exercise in order to do it, what I started seeing with, especially with uh, ladies in my group or ladies that I was working with or even just people in general, as they talk about their frustrations with trying to stick to a weight loss regimen, I started seeing it all around me. And so I felt compelled, especially after I read this post just uh, just about an hour ago. I read this post from one of the gals in uh, that's in my weight loss challenge. And let me read you what she said. I thought that this was phenomenal. She said, I wasn't able to get my workout in on Saturday due to our schedule. Our schedule. So yesterday, I did not feel like doing the workout. I thought to myself, I'll just wait until later when I'm feeling like it. Then I had a little talk with myself. And even though I didn't feel like it, I said, nevertheless, and I went and I exercised. Then I took a 45 minute cool down walk. I felt great and accomplished more in the two hours after than I had in the six hours previously. So this was so phenomenal to me because this was such a a brilliant, just testimonial to uh, something that I mentioned to the group a, a few weeks ago when I had this epiphany you know, that, uh, you sticking to a a weight loss regimen, doing your exercise, eating, you know, the foods that you're supposed to be eating, like the epiphany that I had about the fact that living a lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle doesn't require your motivation. It doesn't require you to feel like it. The only thing that it requires in order to lose weight, live a healthy lifestyle, or live a fat loss lifestyle like I live, like I'm coaching the other ladies to start living, the only requirement for living that lifestyle is to make the decision that today, these are the things I'm going to eat. Today, this is the, these are the exercises that I'm going to do. And then you do it. You schedule it into your day. You put it on your calendar. You schedule it into your to-do list, your checklist for the day or whatever. And as soon as it's time to check that thing off the list, it doesn't matter what you're feeling. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling like it. You get up and you go do it anyway. <laughs> and this is this is one of the things that I talked about in the episode, uh, especially if you check out the podcast, look for the episode that says a surefire way to find the willpower, the motivation to exercise. This is specifically what I talked about. Schedule the time. Schedule the time into your day. Schedule it into your phone. Schedule it onto your calendar. And then get up and go do it. And that's exactly what this gal in my weight loss group, this is what she experienced. She knew that she was uh, putting herself in a position to believe the lie and to uh, fall for this myth that she that eventually later on in the day, she was going to get a boost of, of energy and motivation and willpower to get up and go do her workout. And she was waiting for that boost to come. I know some people are like, you know, when I don't feel like working out, I uh, turn on, you know, one of my, I, I turn on exercises on YouTube or I go to the pages of one of my favorite fitness gurus, you know, and then I feel that motivation and that's, that's what gets me up and that's what gets me moving. And a lot of us rely on that. We rely on someone else 
sticking the fork in our butts, <laughs> sticking the fork on the butt cheek to, you know, to pop us up off the couch and pop us out of bed to like, you know, here we go. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And, and that is so dangerous. It's so dangerous because there is never, ever, ever going to be, unless you're a millionaire and you can hire a life coach, a live-in life coach that just follows you around, <laughs> telling you and motivating you to, to do things. There will never in your life be, be an opportunity for, uh, for you to, uh, for you to always be able to rely on someone else or some outside force or circumstance to motiv- to give you the willpower and the discipline to stick to your, to do the things that you're supposed to be doing and that you want to do in order to achieve your weight loss goals. That discipline, that motivation and that willpower, that that's not something that can be, and this is what I mentioned in yesterday's video, that's not something that can be manufactured. There will, there will come times where your uh, go-tos for motivation and discipline, where those go-tos just fail you because of emotional circumstances going on. For example, there are some people that are like, all I have to do is turn on this person's channel or go to this person's Facebook page or go to this person's Instagram and I have the motivation, I'm ready, I'm back at it. Until something tragic happens, something emotional happens or until they get injured and they physically can't, you know, some outside uh, circumstance or force comes in and completely drains whatever willpower and discipline they have whatever worked for them uh, previously, some force happens and it stops, it stops them in their tracks. And so what they, what they end up doing is they end up sitting for days, weeks, months, years after being consistent with their workouts or consistent with their diet. And they're sitting there for up to years waiting for that same motivation to come back. And that's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous because it reinforces for your brain, it reinforces the idea that in order for you to make the right choices with your exercise and your food, you have to feel like doing it. So then what happens when you don't feel like it? You don't do it. And what happens when you don't do it consistently? You don't get any results. So check out the episode from yesterday if you haven't. It was a really powerful one because I talked about an article that I read about a woman who trans completely transformed her body, lost 75 pounds in three years, went from 207 pounds to a really chiseled, chiseled abs, super strong legs, like really strong arms, you know, doing CrossFit, preparing for the CrossFit games now, et cetera, et cetera. And the whole point of that video was you can do anything. If you stick to anything for two years, then you can achieve any results that you want. The problem is that, uh, and one thing that I mentioned about yesterday's episode in the article, it said that in the first year postpartum, when she first started losing weight just by dieting and exercising, she only lost 15 pounds in the first year. I don't know how many people would consistently and continue to keep moving forward and not go backwards if they only lost an average of a pound, like a little over a pound a month. So it's the, it's the consistency that when it comes to weight loss, 
there are very few areas, very few uh, areas in life that require just consistency. But I'm saying for weight loss, if you just remain consistent, I shouldn't say there are very few areas in life. There are multiple areas in life. But with weight loss, if you just stop getting on the horse, falling off a little bit, and then allowing that to sabotage your efforts and then wait for motivation and willpower and discipline to come back, if you just stop doing that, like if you just start making the decision of no matter what, nevertheless, I know I don't feel like this. I know I don't feel like working out. I know I feel like having this chocolate cake right now. However, nevertheless, I already committed to going to the gym today. I already committed to eating these types of meals today. I already committed to those things, so I'm just going to do it. No willpower or discipline required. <laughs> no willpower or discipline required. Hi, Dad. Uh-oh. You said, ouch, okay, I have to just do it. Yes. And I think that it's in the same way, uh, someone, someone in the group, uh, someone in my weight loss group, in, in one of the gals, she mentioned something that I thought was profound. She was talking to, she was mentioning the fact that if we applied the same type of just fortitude in these particular areas of our life, you know, of our life with, with dieting and with exercise and those types of things, if we applied the same type of, oh, well, I'm just like, I'm just going to go do it to our exercise and diet as we did to some other areas of our life, then how much further along would we be? So I equate that for me, it's like doing the dishes or it's like doing laundry. You know what I mean? It's like vacuuming. I don't ever want to spend a second doing dishes. Laundry is my arch nemesis. Laundry is, <laughs> for me specifically, because I'm someone that needs closure and laundry is something that never ends. Like laundry is horrible to me. But it's that same kind of mentality of, <laughs> it's too bad. The clothes are piled up to here. Nobody has any clean underwear. I have to go do laundry. Like it's applying that same, you know, kind of principle. And so I'm saying that the, the myth, it's a myth that we have to feel motivation and discipline and willpower in order to exercise and eat correctly. No, we don't. That same, you know, kind of fortitude that we put toward doing our laundry, that same type of fortitude that we put toward doing some of the less enjoyable things that we really don't feel like doing for weight loss and, you know, for exercise and dieting, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So thank you for, uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you for the comment, dad. Yes. Just, just have to go do it. That's all. It's, it, nothing else is required. Nothing else is required. Okay. Well, that's all. That's all for today. Remember if you want to, uh, if you want to check out the, the health quiz, the stress health quiz, go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz to find out which areas of your lifestyle you need to start focusing on. And I actually think it's a great idea for you to take the quiz because you're going to see if you can just start with these four major areas that the quiz talks about, and you can see specifically what your percentages are in these four areas. There may be three out of the four areas of your life that are like just brilliant and it's just this one specific lifestyle area that's holding you back. 
It's this one specific lifestyle area that needs to, uh, that requires the majority of your energy and your mental focus to bring up. So that if you just bring up this, you know, this maybe one lifestyle area and the other three are already going along nicely, that one lifestyle area just may, just may be the one thing that's holding you back. And that's preventing you from really being able to um, see some results just naturally and effortlessly. So go ahead and take the quiz. You'll get the results right away. It's operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. I'll link it in the description. All right. Thank you again so much. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to see you next time.